Good evening, it is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and welcome to J-Waves. Today we are going to do a podcast review for the new movie Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. A little backstory behind G.I. Joe and myself. I've been collecting G.I. Joe since 1984. Very into the mythos, very into all the characters and everything else like that. I am very glad to say that I have spoken and emailed back and forth with Ron Rudet, the creator and grandfather of all things G.I. Joe, especially creating the logo, the Cobra logo, which I have his permission to get a tattoo on my arm, one of the highlights of my life. I've also asked him for permission to run the Corpus Christi Dreadnoughts, a local group of G.I. Joe fanatics that I run here in Corpus Christi. So it is really cool, and I absolutely love the G.I. Joe franchise, except for the movie G.I. Joe Retaliation, which is terrible, but <laughs> it's still a guilty pleasure. So let's get right into Snake Eyes. It is two hours and one minute long, and I actually didn't feel like that at all. I just got out of the theater myself. It's PG-13, just released in 2021 movie. G.I. Joe spinoff. It is centered around the super popular uh, G.I. Joe name, Snake Eyes, which, again, another funny story behind Snake Eyes is they needed to save money on creating an action figure. So they ended up just painting one black and saying that he was a ninja. Completely head-to-toe black, took off all accessories, and saved on plastic. That way they could have eight figures in the very beginning. Eight to nine figures, something like that. Turns out that the one that had the least amount of uh, detail and was completely solid black ends up, of course, being one of the most popular and best-sold action figures of all time, especially in G.I. Joe lore. So I think that's a really cool, fun story. And from then until now, from 1983 till now, we have finally a Snake Eyes standalone movie. So let's get into that. Uh, It was directed by a guy named Robert Schwenke. And uh, it is starring uh, Henry Golding, who plays Snake Eyes. And I like... We'll get into that. We'll get into the name. Uh, Andrew Koji, who plays Tommy... Uh, Haruka Abbey, who plays Kikyo, and I'll even say um, Samara Weaving, who plays Scarlet, and Ursula Cabero, who plays the Baroness. Those are pretty much the main cast, I'll say, as far as um, doing the most things, I should say. Uh, so that was really, really, really fun. Like, they, they all had a really good chemistry. Um, I'll talk about Henry Golding first. You know, I've seen him in other things, but I didn't expect him to be so um, perfect for the role. I'm not sure if he does, like, a lot of his own stunts, but I think he did because he's in almost every... I mean, he can make out out his face in every fight scene. I was pretty impressed with what he did. Um, I know he's most famously known for Crazy Rich Asians, but... I think after this movie, he's going to be only known as uh, Snake Eyes because it was awesome. Um, I'm not going to do a spoiler review. I mean, there's not really much to spoil. I'll sell, I'll, I'll say that. Um, the movie is actually like a movie with a beginning, a middle, and an end, which I did not expect. Um, right away, I, I saw things that I was like, um, this movie's on par to be just as good as the first Iron Man, like laying out a G.I. Joe origin story, uh, just the way Iron Man set out and laid out 
pretty much the blueprint for what we got as the Avengers. I, I knew that right away in the very beginning. I think it was like 25 minutes in. I was like, this is actually a really interesting turn that they're doing. Halfway through the movie, like an hour in, I leaned over to my fellow Dreadnought and I said, this is actually a really good movie. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost shocked. I thought it was going to be more along the lines of like what we got before with like G.I. Joe Retaliation. But no, this is actually a really good screenplay and also a really, really good story. So whoever wrote this, and his name is Evan Spitotopoulos, he did a fantastic job. I'm very, very impressed with the story they came up with and also including the characters. Going into the movie, you really kind of have to know a little bit about G.I. Joe. Like, you have to know a little bit about Cobra and G.I. Joe and the fight that they have. I, mean, I don't say you got to know a lot, but you got to know that they exist. I'll say that. You don't got to know specific character names, but that would help if you did, especially if you knew who the Baroness was and who Scarlet was. That was really, really fantastic. Um... With Henry Golding and his interpretation of Snake Eyes and being able to talk, which is something that's never, ever happened before, and I know some people have had a problem with it, uh, I don't, actually. Because now that I've seen this, I'm interested to know on what makes him, in this universe, take the vow of silence that he's going to take eventually, where he never talks again. So I think that's a really interesting twist that I didn't see coming either, because I was really impressed with the conversations that he had and the story that he told. So I thought that was really, really smart. Um, Andrew Kajoy, or Kaji, who played Tommy, uh, probably one of the best swordsmen. If if it's him or if it's his stunt double, but whoever that is, wielding the double katana blades, full size. I mean, they were gorgeous. Um, it's probably the best swordsman I've seen in a long time. It was just, like, epically wonderful. Uh, the cinematography um, was probably just loving his job although I will say there were parts of the movie where the camera work was just outrageous I, I was like what is going on it was too much too fast too quick cuts unusual angles and stuff which I didn't mind too much but I, I know it was enough to where I noticed and I'm like man this is a lot of camera work that they're doing and it's everywhere so I thought that was interesting but is it a complaint not at all could it be a complaint yes to somebody that's not used to seeing um fast motion picture like that I can see someone getting motion sickness from it for sure but uh the fight scenes were spectacular this really was a stuntman's dream all the things they did and all the sword play was just like epically fantastic um the girl playing Akiko uh, she did fantastic too like I was really impressed with her character someone that I've never she's not from the G.I. Joe lore but she just fit right in and I cared for her very much I was very impressed with how they did that and Scarlet and the Baroness were also the same way too it was like they were women in power that I cared about and I'm not sure if that's because G.I. Joe's done that to me or it's because of how the characters portrayed the characters they were playing I mean, I know Samara Weaving is fantastic. I've been in love with her for a while, um, especially in the movie. Like, we saw her the first time ever in uh, Ready or Not. And then my sister introduced me to the uh, a movie called Guns Akibo. And if you haven't seen Guns Akibo, just stop what you're doing, quit your job, and watch it tomorrow. That's probably one of the best 
like craziest movies I've ever seen. And it's also starring um, from Harry Potter fame, Daniel Radcliffe. And I think this is the movie here that can really showcase that in reality, uh, Daniel Radcliffe could play Wolverine just from watching this movie. But um, Samara uh, Weaving as Scarlet just brings it. And not in an annoying way and not in like a pushing in your face way or like pushing it on you way. Like she's really amazing. I was like, this is awesome. She brings it and I want more Scarlet. Like she was awesome. It was it was really, really great how they introduced her to them to us. Who we if you're a G.I. Joe fan, you know who she is. But if you're not, and this is the first time you've ever seen Scarlet in action, this was a really, really great way of doing it. Um even how they have relationships throughout the movie without any spoilers i was very very excited on how that was done <laughs> it was just like do you agree i agree let's kick everybody's ass in this room so <laughs> it was pretty cool um the villain of the of the of the movie his name was um i think it was yak uzo <sighs> let me see here what was his name <sighs> But the villain of the movie, he did a fantastic job, too, as being this villain. And one of the things, again, no spoilers, but one of the things that the movie did, it took a really interesting turn that was almost shocking to me because I was like, I did not see it going this way, which is also kind of like the, the cartoon, I'll say that. And also a really big hint would be like, it's almost like the game, the first game, um, Uncharted, the first one. It takes that kind of a twist. If you know what I'm talking about, then you'll understand. Sorry for the spoiler. If you don't know what I'm talking about, fantastic. Go see the movie and see the, the interesting twist that it took. And I was just like, wow, what a crazy twist. But fantastic twist. And I was completely enthralled and involved in this whole entire twist. I was like, this is awesome, actually. I didn't expect it to go that way. One of the other cool things was was uh, Iko Uwas was uh, the headmaster, and he is the uh, amazing lead actor from The Raid and The Raid Redemption, which is two of my all-time favorite movies of all freaking time. Those are, to me, tens out of tens. I love those movies. If you've never seen The Raid or The Raid 2 Redemption, uh, you need to watch them, like, today. Those are probably... Whew, as far as uh, martial arts and any kind of a fighting movie or blood and guts, I'll say, top tier. There's nothing that even comes close to the Raid Redemption and the Raid 2. Like, not even close at all. So it was cool to see Ico in the movie as the headmaster. Basically the guy who trains all the ninjas from Tommy's clan. And uh, given the right respect, handled perfectly, and also feared perfectly and also kicking everybody's ass perfectly <laughs> to be perfectly honest uh he was so perfect for it completely made up for how they misused him in the force awakens I, i'll never forgive anybody for that that was terrible um there was also the blind master played by uh, peter mensa and uh everybody would recognize peter because he was most notably known as the guy who gets kicked into the well in uh, the 300 when he says this is Sparta and he kicks a guy 
that's him. <laughs> so I thought that was cool to see him because he did such a great job here also as the blind master. Did a really great job. I mean, he's uh, he has a very nice, like, uh, stoic face and how he looked with his gray eyes because he's a blind master. It was cool. And, um, yeah, him in charge of the three trials that Snake Eyes had to go through was interesting. And the touch on the three trials, that was also really, really different. I'll say that. It was another twist that I didn't see coming, and I was like, hmm wow like wow wow so i'm kind of taken aback because it was actually a really good movie that i didn't expect it to be the way it was i i'm trying to think of a movie that i was expecting it to be like uh like um i would even say something like um like the phantom or you know uh, i hate to say the phantom but like a movie like the phantom that's what i was expecting or you know what i was expecting honestly i was expecting black widow I was expecting another movie about an origin story that we don't get an origin story and we don't learn nothing about nothing. And that wasn't the case. Here we got an overabundance of information about the background of Snake Eyes done in a way that was so interesting and new that it kept me captivated the entire time. And I feel now that I know Snake Eyes better than I did going in. And if I ever wanted to show somebody how amazing Snake Eyes was, I could show them this movie and they would be like, man, Snake Eyes is a true badass and I kind of want to be him for Halloween. Like, it's amazing. He's always been one of my favorite G.I. Joes, but this movie really did showcase and highlight all the perfect things about him, which I think is pretty interesting and very special. But it did it with every character as well. Ursula, who played the Baroness, was done perfectly. That's the Baroness. There she is in live action. Wow, what a concept. Actually take the character and then do it justice. Almost unheard of. And this is what this movie did. I'm very impressed with how they handled all the Joes and the Cobras. I could only wish and hope that this movie makes enough money to get the sequel that it deserves. And I think everybody involved, cast and crew, should really think about and understand that they need to work on the second one to keep this kind of a flavor that this movie had for the next sequel and maybe even the third or the fourth or the fifth. Who knows how long it can go? Because if they take it this serious, the way they did this movie, the, I mean, the possibilities are endless. It would be amazing to see, like I said, the Dreadnoughts in here or Destro or Cobra Commander or Serpentor or Globulus or any of the G.I. Joes that we all love done in this type of uh, environment with this kind of serious movie making with serious storytelling boy I, it is it is something that it could be huge and I absolutely loved it 100% so I hope I said enough to to make you want to go see it. I mean, nonetheless, even then, it's still a fun popcorn movie. You can turn your brain off and just understand what's going on. Very interesting storytelling. Very good storytelling. Storytelling for you to understand as a as a viewer, and I think you would I think you would actually enjoy it. Snake Eyes, twenty twenty one. Like I said, I it's PG thirteen. Not much. I wouldn't say there's any insane violence, but I mean, there's a lot of swordplay. There's also one bad word, but it's not that bad. Baroness says it, and who better to say it than her? I give it the score a 7 out of 10. I absolutely enjoyed it. I'd like to say congratulations to Henry Golding and Samara Weaving for doing such a fantastic job, and everybody actually involved. It was just 
fantastic and something that I did not expect to to like as much as I did. I went in there going, God, I just hope it's good. But in actuality, it was great. So to get a 7 out of 10, I think that's awesome. So, yeah. I'd like to know what you guys think. I'm going to be posting this on my Facebook, the Corpus Christi Joker Facebook, and on my Instagram, the Real Nerf Joker Instagram. If you see the post talking about Snake Eyes, please write a comment. Let me know what you thought about the movie. I'd be interested to know if uh, you felt the same or you felt not the same. I always like to have discussions because these are opinions. No one's ever right. I'm not here to convince you to love the movie. I'm here to just talk about movies. And if you didn't like it, I'd like to know why. And then we could talk about it. I'm never going to try to convince you. I just want to know why. Nonetheless, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you go check out Snake Eyes. It was awesome. If you're a G.I. Joe fan, or even if you have a kid that you want to introduce the G.I. Joe world to, this is the perfect movie to do it. And a fantastic payoff at the end. There's two fantastic payoffs at the end. I'll say that. So, I hope you go check it out. As always... Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for riding the waves on J-Waves.